Yo, 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 it's your boy Uncle Day Day, Chicago's favorite uncle, welcoming you to another episode of Better Than Leftovers Podcast, where we talk about everything, yes, everything, from music, sports, fashion, and everything in between. So grab you a plate, get you a drink, and get ready for this verbal soul food that's coming your way. Better Than Leftovers, baby. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Better Than Leftovers Podcast. This is your host with the most, once again, Chicago's favorite uncle, Uncle Day Day. And today, we're going to be talking some basketball, NBA basketball, with the season winding down, getting close to the playoff time. We're going to discuss the contenders from the pretenders on both sides, the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. I'm going to tell you who I think is going to win each conference, ultimately the championship, as well as my surprise team in each conference. So let's jump right into it. On the Western Conference side, we got the Phoenix Suns. They've been hot all season, been the best team in basketball all season. Even when Chris Paul went down with the hand injury around the All-Star break, they still figured out a way to win. Devin Booker has been playing out of his mind. Booker against the rookie. Screen. Booker. Again! Devin Booker with a downtown hit. They're getting big lifts from DeAndre Ayton as well as Mikael Bridges just to, to keep them afloat and keep them in the in the winning column until Chris Paul came back. And once Chris Paul came back, they looked like that well oiled machine that got them to the finals last year. And, of course, in order to, to get over the mountain, you're going to have to beat the best. And right now, Phoenix is holding it down for the West. But they got a young, hungry group of dudes nipping at their heels in Memphis. And Memphis has been balling. Without they all-star, they superstar John Morant. He went down with a knee injury. Morant, uh-oh, Morant's coming up limping. They holding them out for precautionary measures to get ready for the playoffs. But them dudes been hooping. Desmond Bain keeping them boys looking good. And they were even missing Dylan Brooks as well. So for them to be able to win throughout all the injuries that they had, all the injuries they've been dealing with all season, Memphis has been really impressive. And then, of course, you got Old Faithful, the Golden State Warriors. kind of surprising to call them old faithful now where you just look at years ago a few years ago those guys were oh man in in the apex being young dudes in the apex with draymond green clay thompson steph curry of course they was taking the nba by storm now clay missed two years of basketball time came back this season and he's still trying to get his feet underneath him draymond green was having back problems midway through the season and Steph Curry got dove into uh in a game against the Celtics and now he's on a shelf with a bad foot so Golden State if they can get healthy they might be able to, to pull it together and make some noise so I have Phoenix and Golden State actually in the Western Conference Finals and I believe that uh Memphis, although they look good, I don't think that they playoff tested enough just yet. They got a taste of it, but I don't think they have enough of the playoff experience all the way around in order to pull off a seven-game defeat against either uh, the Phoenix Suns or the Golden State Warriors. I do believe that they are going to give whichever one of them they play a run for their money. I do believe that, but I do not think they have enough in the tank 
to beat either of those teams healthy. Now, we all know how the playoffs work. At any point in time in the playoffs, you can get a major injury, you can get a minor injury, somebody miss a few games, and boom, just like that, the whole landscape changes. This is better than leftovers you tuned in with Uncle Day Day. And yeah, you know, the, the, the landscape will change with a slight injury. The landscape can change with uh, technical fouls that play a big part in it as well. So Memphis, they they there. They they on a cusp, but they just they they haven't haven't been battle tested enough. So I got uh Golden State and Phoenix. And I ultimately think that Golden State's big three with Draymond, Clay, and Steph are gonna be too much for uh Phoenix to overcome. Reason being, um Clay starting to look like himself. Clay getting his feet underneath him. He's starting to look like the old Clay on the offensive side. And of course, defensively, it's just going to come with reps, reps, reps. Also, before Steph went down, Steph was playing at an MVP caliber level. And, you know, shooting translates. That guy's the best shooter the game has ever seen. And that translates. So it's easy for him to pick right back up where he left off. And it's not like that, you know, the foot injury is going to keep him out for months. It's just weeks. So it won't be hard for him to knock the rust off in the earlier rounds of the playoffs. So by the time they get to the second round, he should be comfortable. Now, Draymond Green is the one that I got a little concerned about because with the back injury and and his, the style of play that he has, that can slow him down if he is trying to play through any type of discomfort, being a rebounder, being the break starter, being a defender, the primary uh, interior defender, and sometimes he is a, a primary perimeter defender as well. He's like the motor that keeps the Warriors going. Um, I, I think that that would be tough if he is not 100%. But the X factor for the Warriors is Jordan Poole and dude been hooping. <laughs> for the lack of better words, dude has been hooping out of his mind, uh, when Steph was out, when Clay was out, he fit right in. And Jordan Poole, uh, uh, a drop 30 on you, easy. And, and you'd be like, whoa, we, we lost to the Warriors by 12, but Jordan Poole had 35. So, Phoenix, you got to watch out for him. Now, don't get me wrong. I know the Suns are deep. I know they, they go eight deep. And Chris Paul is like the ultimate point guard and Devin Booker is a, a peer assassin on the court. Uh DeAndre Ayton will have to have a big time series against Golden State in order for Phoenix to to pull off a, a win in the seven game. So I got Golden State in six. Now my surprise team in the Western Conference. Oh boy, the Los Angeles Lakers. There's no moral victories in this league. You know, especially with us, <laughs> the whole world want to see us lose. You know, I think the biggest thing that I think about personally is what we could have been. You know, we stay healthy all year. What could we have been? Uh, um, I had the you know, feeling, I had a feeling that they were going to struggle with the composition of the team. With you know, they called it the AARP club. And you know, yeah, you got Carmelo over there, LeBron, Russ, AD. Dwight Howard, they had DeAndre Jordan. Um, they they had a lot of older guys that came in to be spot fillers for cheap. And it was like, so who's really going to be able to keep up with the league? Who's going to be able to play 
82 games on this team besides Russ because everybody else was prone to miss games. So you look up, LeBron missing time, Anthony Davis missing time. And as much as I, I, I love AD and I respect the kid, Chicago stand up, bro, we need you to figure out a way to not only get healthy, but to stay healthy because your career might be in jeopardy. And not saying that, oh, yeah, you going to be injured and it's going to be detrimental. No, folks are not going to want to pay, bro, to sit on a bench in street clothes. He is a great talent when he's on the floor, but the best ability is availability. Got to remember that. So the Lakers, they, they put this, this talented roster together on paper, and it just has not worked out. And not only are they not title contenders, they actually are in danger of missing the playoffs overall. And that's where the surprise comes in. Uh, even with the play-in tournament, taking the 10th seed, I never thought the Lakers would finish the, in the 11th seed in the West. But they are looking at the Spurs back for that 10th spot right now. So the Lakers, they got to get it together. So yeah, my pick out the West to take the West. I got the Golden State Warriors coming out. And my surprise team, once again, is the demise of the Los Angeles Lakers. Better than leftovers. We'll be right back after these messages. Need life insurance? How about advice on investments? Well, look no further than Eddie Jr. with Primerica Insurance and Investments. No life insurance? We can get you a quote. If you're insured, we can compare. If you're happy with your life insurance policy but want more financial stability, we can help with investments as well. Email Eddie Jr. at timbone01 at gmail.com for quotes and information. That's Eddie Jr. with Primerica. T-I-M-B-O-N-E. 01 at gmail.com today. Just had a party and need cleanup? Have an office space and looking for a cleaning service? Or a homeowner and needed some cleaning assistance? Look no further than Joy Cleaning Services. Deep cleaning, mirror cleaning, and organizers? That's us. We service residential and commercial. Call 708-378-3266 for rates and packages. Mention this ad and get 10% off of your first cleaning. That's right. 10% off your first cleaning. 708-378-3266. That's right. Call today. Yo, this Uncle Day Day, Chicago's favorite uncle with Better Than Leftovers podcast. Grab your plate and let's go. Welcome back to Better Than Leftovers. This is your host, Uncle Day Day, and it is time to dive into this Eastern Conference. Now, the East, when the season started, it was really a three-team race between Brooklyn, Milwaukee, and Philadelphia. Insert James Harden not being happy, Kyrie Irving not being vaccinated, and Kevin Durant being injured. So now Brooklyn is looking at the play-in tournament. Milwaukee, they got their barons together, and they are atop the East. They second right now in the East. Philly picked up James Harden from Brooklyn for Ben Simmons, who Ben Simmons didn't want to play. And now they steady rolling along because Joel Embiid, the MVP candidate that he is, and my actual pick for MVP this year, has been doing what Joel Embiid do, keeping his team afloat. Then you got the Miami Heat. Those boys are looking like they ready to spoil somebody's lunch. And they playing hard, playing together, still winning. First in the East right now. 
doing what Miami do. They not super flashy. They not super glamorous. They, you know, had a little blow up recently on the bench. That's the, you know, Jimmy had a diva moment, but it's all right, Jimmy. We still, we still rock with you, bro. Uh, but they just win it. They play hard. They play together. They gritty. They, they confident. They hungry. And you can see it. And they, they win it. Although I think come playoff time, when they get down to the semifinals for the Eastern Conference, I believe it's going to be Miami, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, and Philly left. Hopefully, it be that way. If not, because with Brooklyn being in a play-in tournament, one of them going to see Brooklyn in the first round. And with Kyrie being able to play every game now, Brooklyn hitting a, a little bit of a swag, Kevin Durant with a point to prove. I think they're going to win that first round, unless it's against Milwaukee. Uh, Philly might be in trouble in that first round, and so might Miami if they draw Brooklyn in the first round. But those are the four teams that I have that can take the Eastern Conference uh, that actually can compete. So it's going to be a very, very competitive Eastern Conference, a little more competitive than the West. Ultimately, I do have, uh, unless Brooklyn and Milwaukee play each other in the first round, I do have Brooklyn and Milwaukee meeting each other in the conference finals. Um, those are what I think the, the two most complete teams in the East. Although Miami's like, like I said, Miami looks good. Miami looks real good. And they go like like nine or ten deep, like legit. But I just don't think Miami have enough star power to beat Brooklyn. And, you know, in the playoffs, that's usually when the best players shine. And I don't think they got enough. I, I really don't. I think Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving is is big time. Uh, Goran Dragic, they got them a solid backup point guard, somebody to maintain the bench. And uh, them dudes, they, they, they looking good. They looking real good. So I think Brooklyn is going to be a tough out for Miami. Now, like I said, if they draw Milwaukee, then it's going to be Brooklyn with a first-round exit because I think my Milwaukee is the best team in the East. The long wait has ended after a half century. The Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions once again. Giannis won the ring last year and got better. He worked on his jump shot. He stretched his range out. The brother knocking down free throws consistently now. And it's like you were the best player last season in the league. Won a championship. Finals MVP. And you went and worked on your game. That shows the level of dedication and commitment that the young man has to getting better, being better, and trying to be the best for his team. And also, Drew Holiday, can't say enough about dude. The guy's one of the best two-way players in the league, and he holding the fort down. Chris Middleton, the closer on that team, like that, that brother will dominate a fourth quarter quietly. Quietly dominated fourth quarter. You tuned in to Better Than Leftovers podcast. This is your host, Uncle Day Day. And the Milwaukee Bucks, they they just solid. They super solid. Bobby Porter's had a great season. And they they amped. They primed. They look like they are in great position to take a run at repeating. Um, like I said, I think Brooklyn is their, their toughest challenge. Uh, Philly. Philly looks good. Joel Embiid, like I said, is my, my front runner for MVP right now. But when it come playoff time and you got to win four out of seven games, Joel, you got to figure out how to beat the big the big teams, bro. You got to figure out how to beat the good teams. It, it can't be I'm going to dominate all playoffs. I'm going to breeze through the first round 
and then get to the second round. And now I'm struggling to get out the second round, get to the third round. And I definitely can't get over the hump. I like Joel Embiid. I like his game. He had fun while he playing. He, he is the, the master of trash talk right now, him and Draymond Green. And they make basketball fun to watch. But you got to figure out a way to get at least get to the championship. Get Philly to the championship. Because if not, you know, the, the stigma going to be you almost got us there. Uh, James Harden got to prove that he reliable in the playoffs. He a great regular season player, but he got a history of disappearing in the playoffs. It's, it's just the facts. No discredit to the talent that James Harden is. It's just he disappeared. He has in the past. So I think Philly is a great regular season team. We just have to see what they can do in the playoffs. In order for them to be successful, Tobias Harris is going to have to average 20 a game. It's the only way they're going to be able to beat the upper echelon teams. Now, as far as to my surprise team coming out the East, I actually got two. I'm a little biased with the first one, Chicago Bulls, with me being a Chicago guy. Ten to shoot. DeRozan matched up with Harden. DeMar kicks. Lonzo fires. Oh, Hansoff, big baller. So- when the Bulls picked up Lonzo Ball, picked up DeMar DeRozan, uh, Billy Donovan was finally getting a chance to put uh, his stamp on the roster, front office, you know, was getting players that fit Billy Donovan's scheme. We knew that the Bulls would be a playoff team. Now, they came out hot at the beginning of the season. They went first place in the Eastern Conference. The first half of the season came into the All-Star break, tied for first with Miami. After the All-Star break, they've had the toughest schedule out of the entire NBA. And it, it tell, you can tell, you can see it. They are struggling to beat certain good teams. I'm not going to say the good teams. They're struggling to beat certain good teams. They're struggling to put together a string of four or five good games consecutively. So it's like we we seeing what we thought they would be, not what they started the season out as. So it's like, okay, now they're starting to reel it back in and come back down to earth being the Bulls that we thought they were going to be. Um, I do see them, if depending on who they play in the first round of the playoffs, having the first round exit. If they get Boston, I think they can beat Boston. It's going to be a fun series, but I do think they can beat Boston. My other surprise team is the Cavaliers. Garland leaned on by five, will kicks to Markinen. Markinen, Kansas. Shooter, big fella. When the Cavaliers lost Colin Saxon, it was just like, okay, it might be time for them to pack it in this season and get ready for next season. Then they bought in Ricky Rubio and lost him. It's like, oh, yeah, they definitely cursed. But the Cavaliers have stayed in playoff contention all season. Um, They had two All-Stars this year. Uh, Darius Garland been been looking good. Uh, Evan Mobley, shout out to the kid. He been balling. It might be the rookie of the year right there. Uh, The the Cavs, they've been been hooping. They've been doing their thing. And surprisingly, they in seventh place right now. So that's my my two surprise teams, the Bulls. Of course, because, you know, we anticipated them being a playoff team. just not this good, this fast, even without Lonzo Ball being in the lineup for a majority of the second half of the season. And the Cavaliers, at the fact that they lost their best player early, and they were still able to put it together. They got the coach of the year sitting on their bench and J.B. Bickerstaff. Shout out to J.B. And my team that I have taken the Eastern Conference to sum it up, the Milwaukee Bucks. Nobody in the East is going to be able to contend with the way Giannis is looking right now. Nobody. Better than leftovers, we'll be back after these messages. Have that special event coming and need pictures to tell a story? Unbalanced Photography is a click away. 
proms, birthdays, engagements, and much more. Professional headshots and edits are our specialty. Visit Unbalanced Photography on Instagram for a portfolio and pricing. That's Unbalanced underscore photography on Instagram. And let us tell your story. Yo, it's your boy Uncle Day Day, Chicago's favorite uncle with FAF Fly Authentic Fashion here at Everything Premium. Located at 454 East 75th Street in Chicago. They are open from 12 to 7. Come check us out. We have shirts, hoodies, joggers, beanies, crew necks, and much more. That's Everything Premium, 454 East 75th Street on Facebook at Everything Premium. Shop today for your Fly Authentic Fashion. Got your dish? Don't forget that glass. It's better than leftovers, baby. We back at you. Welcome back to Better Than Leftovers. This is your host with the most Uncle Day Day, Chicago's favorite uncle. And y'all know what time it is. It's that time for what's in your cup. And today I have Peach Crown Royal with ginger ale and a splash of strawberry puree. And when I say a splash, I mean literally like a, a splash just to give it a a little color, a little flavor to it, make it just a tad bit smooth because the peach with the ginger ale already, that's good for if you got some tacos or something and you're trying to have a little drink with your tacos, if it's Taco Tuesday, or even if it's Taco Thursday, and you need something just real smooth to toss in with your tacos, get you that, that Crown Royal peach with some ginger ale and you'll be in business. Now let's jump back into this NBA talk. And we're down to the finals. So my picks from the West, or my pick from the West, was the Golden State Warriors. My pick from the East was the Milwaukee Bucks. It was close to being round two between Phoenix and Milwaukee. But with the emergence of Klay Thompson looking like himself, yeah, I'm going with Golden State. So Golden State-Milwaukee finals. Uh, Giannis is tough. Drew Holiday tough chris middleton can get buckets on your head and he play a little bit of defense bobby portis had an amazing season where brooke lopez went down with the back injury bobby stepped up stepped in uh milwaukee didn't really miss much of a beat now that brooke is back and trying to work him back into the rotation work him with bobby and seeing how things are gonna go it's also with the addition of serge Ibaka. Milwaukee is, is trying to see how they can fit the pieces together with their front court. Because, of course, Giannis is here to stay. You know, it's another MVP-type season for Giannis. And he's actually on the brink of a scoring championship as well. So, shout-out to Giannis for working on his game all summer. Like I said, Giannis came back after winning the championship last year. He came back this year, and, and he got a little bit of a jump shot. You know, and, and we always said, well, at least I always said, he didn't need to be a sharpshooter. He just needed to be respected, at least 15 feet away from the basket. And I, he's shooting fadeaways, turnarounds. He's knocking down three-pointers, but not, not at a high rate, but at a rate that's good enough to say, okay, we got to respect the fact that he'll shoot this and he'll make it. So that brings the defense up. And he's still attacking the basket like he always have, but now he's knocking down free throws as well. So. Giannis is expanding his game. Giannis making himself in, in the conversation as the best player on the planet. Up there with Kevin Durant. Up there with LeBron James. So the Milwaukee Bucks is going to be a tough out. They're going to be a tough out 
for the Golden State Warriors in my rendition of the finals this year. And it's going to come down to the Draymond Green, Giannis Antetokounmpo battle in the paint and transition on the run. It's going to come down to if Drew Holiday can stop Steph from blowing up in at least two games and scoring 40. It's going to come down to if Clay can defend Chris Middleton in the fourth quarter. And what are we going to get from Jordan Poole? Because the Golden State Warriors, they, they've been hit with adversity, with injuries, and they still figured out ways to win. Of course, Clay missed the beginning of the season coming back from the Achilles. So after missing his two years of time, he back in a rotation. He getting his bearings, getting, getting the rust off, trying to get back into full game mode. Then they lost Draymond Green. Draymond Green went down with the back injury, and it hurt the chemistry because Draymond is the glue guy for the team. He he does the dirty work. He's a lot of the toughness to step. He sets screens. He passed the ball well. He's the anchor for defense under the basket, and it just helps the, the whole overall team flow with Draymond on the court. Then you got Steph. Steph was, once again, at MVP level. Greatest shooter. He broke the three-point record uh, held by Ray Allen early in the season. Steph was was balling, having an amazing year. And now Steph is injured with a foot issue. You know, and anytime Steph go down with anything related to his feet, his ankle, any of that, you get a little nervous. It'd be a little, a little pause there because how much he's been through in his career with his ankles, with his feet. Now you don't know what you're going to get when you mix Dre, Clay, and Steph together because they really haven't played much at all together this season. You tuned in to Better Than Leftovers. This is Uncle Dayday, your host. And yeah, you don't know what you're going to get just yet with Dre, Clay, and Steph together because they, they haven't really played that much. They We know, of course, they've been playing together for years, so it's not going to take much to get the chemistry back. But I know Golden State would like to see Steph Curry come back for a few games before the playoffs start, just so that they can get a run, get a sweat together, they can get game motion together, game time, because you can practice all you want, but there's no shape, form, or fashion way that practice comes anywhere remotely close to what game action is. You can try it, you can bring in the practice squads, you can run scrimmages with the first and second unit, but it cannot replicate actual game time ball. It's not, it, it doesn't equate. It's going to be tough. But then you got the fillers. You got Jordan Poole that played great. Jonathan Kaminga, he he have his his spots here and there. Kevon Looney been solid as well. Gary Payton Jr., another defender off of the bench for the Warriors. They still got Old Faithful and Andre Iguodala with veteran presence, veteran leadership. The Warriors, they there. They there. It's just all about if they can shuffle it like a deck of cards and, and get it together at the right time. Because if them boys get to rolling, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for Milwaukee if by the finals they got it together. And the only way they make it to the finals is if they do have it together. Because the aforementioned Phoenix Suns, they're not going to be just an easy out. You're not going to be able to just push them out the way. You're going to have to have it together in order to get there. Milwaukee going to have to watch out. But if they don't and they do make it there, the Bucks going to roll over them. Giannis is going to roll over them. Chris Middleton is going to roll over them. Drew Holiday is going to roll over them. Milwaukee is primed to repeat, and they trying to do it. They like, hey, small market, who? 
The Milwaukee Bucks can't do what? We got you. Although we got a COVID year championship, it wasn't a bubble, but it was a COVID year championship that we got. We still want another. We want to show y'all we can do it from wire to wire. Again, with full stadiums and everything, with the whole shebang. So Milwaukee, they got a point to prove. Like I said, Giannis went, he worked on his game, he got better. And it's hard to imagine a former MVP, defensive player of the year, finals MVP saying he went, worked on his game, and got better. So it's it's scary to see what the ceiling is for Giannis. And I don't even want to call it the ceiling, the sky. Because Giannis can just can flourish. He's still young. And knock on wood that he stay healthy. And the brother got it. He he got the body of work to keep going and keep pushing. And we might look up 20 years from now and be like, the Mount Rushmore has changed. The faces on the side of Mount Rushmore in basketball have changed. So I got Golden State in six as long as they healthy. That's my pick for the year. As hard as it is to, to root against the Milwaukee Bucks, I got Golden State in six. Thank you for joining. Thank you for tuning in. This your host with the most, Chicago's favorite uncle, Uncle Day Day. And you can follow me on my Facebook at Day Day. You can follow the Better Than Leftovers page on Facebook. I'm also on Instagram at Uncle Day Day. That's all D-A-Y-D-A-E. Follow me on both. If you follow me on Instagram, I'll follow you back. You send me a message on Facebook. Let me know something you want to talk about, something you want to hear. We'll try to get it in the episode. Until next time, y'all, it's Better Than Leftovers. Uncle Day Day signing off. Remember, keep love over hate. Peace. Took it out the back cave and it threw it in the trunk. And that's evolution for you peeps.